Uh, calling this meeting to order, uh, March 2nd, 2023, meeting of the Special Magistrate for Code Enforcement for the City of Edgewater. Uh, I've reviewed the minutes from the previous meeting and they are approved. Uh, is anybody here for code enforcement as opposed to the dog hearing? You're here for code enforcement? Okay. Uh, on code enforcement, you're here because somebody, the city has alleged that you violated the code of the city. Um, and I'm here not on the behalf of the city, but uh, as a kind of referee. I'm not a judge. I'm an attorney that's brought in to basically call balls and strikes, to be an umpire in this situation. Um, the city will uh, have to prove that you violated the code, and then you will have an opportunity to say something. Um, the, if you, that is, if you deny that there was a code violation. This is not a court of, this is not a court. Uh, there are not formal rules of evidence. I'm, hold on, I'm just explaining. There are no formal rules of evidence. Um, the, uh, but I'm going to ask that you stay, uh, stay on track. If you want to speak here, speak on something. Stay on the on our hand. Um, you were about to say something, sir. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I did violate the code, but it's in the pictures. Can you go up to the microphone? Right, okay. Um, well, before you come up to microphone, hold on. We'll get to you in a second. Um, and as for the dangerous dog hearing, um, I'm here to decide whether to uphold the animal control's uh, classification of a dog as a dangerous dog. And same thing applies. It's not a form, it's not a courtroom. Nor no formal rules of evidence apply. Um, my decision cannot be based entirely on hearsay. Uh, and I'm going to keep in mind general. Uh, requirements of due process. I'm going to adhere to general requirements of due process. Uh, but the important thing is that you stay uh, stay respectful and stay on the matter at hand. Um, at this point, if you are intending to speak or testify at this hearing, please stand if you are able and raise your right hand. You'll be testifying. Uh, do you swear or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Thank you. Uh, disclosure of ex parte communications. I've had none except that I've reviewed the reports uh, that were provided and publicly available and they're uh, online. Um, I've reviewed an unredacted version of the report, uh, which was redacted due to public records concerns, and I heard from the animal control officer the number of witnesses they're expecting today. Um, the, I'm going to move on. I believe the dog hearing is probably going to be the longest one. Uh, so, uh, what matter are you here for, sir? E. 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 So, uh, eight, Sorry, D. Eight, eight D. Yeah. 2322 Umbrella Street? Yes. I think we'll handle your case, sir, to get you out of here. Thank you. First, if, if you'd like to, uh, come up and please state your name. Rex Manning. Uh, I'm sorry? Rex Manning. And uh, what's your address? 2322 Umbrella Tree Drive, Edgewater, Florida. Okay. Um, hold on, please. Uh, the city alleged that you violated section 21 
uh, 53.02 of their code um, for a improperly clearing a lot without a permit. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, do you admit or deny the violation? Yes. You, you, do you admit it or do you not deny it? No, I, I admit it. It's, okay. it's unintentional. It's, uh, I bought the lot next to me and applied for the permit over here at the uh, building department. Mm -hmm. And uh, talked to Tammy over there. And they said, you know, no problem. This uh, permit was being processed. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd had the permit to clear the lot. But then, uh, just as I was getting ready to issue the permit, this is a week or so later, is Larry, which works over there, uh, caught a mistake that the seller had made on the deed he'd given to me. It had the wrong partial number on it. Okay. The legal description was correct, but the partial number was wrong. So because the partial number is wrong, they can't issue the permit. And so I need to go to the appraiser's office. So I went down there to do that. In the meantime, is I contracted with uh, a contractor to clear the lot because I mean there was. Uh, so you thought you were going to get a permit, but I thought the permit's going to be ready. And Adam right. said, "Well, he said he had equipment like a few blocks over. He said, when I finished there, he said I'll go over and do that." And he said, "If, if you've got the permit," and I said, "Yeah, I should have the permit for then." Well, uh, it got kind of tangled up, I guess, in the paperwork. And I want to say everybody I dealt with in the land uh, down at the appraiser's office has been just great really uh, helpful. Uh, anyway, what's happened, I got a, a phone call yesterday from uh, Robert at the Volusia County Property Appraiser's Office, and he said that the it all had all been straightened out, and one partial number had been assigned, and the property had been adjoined, and they would be assessed as one partial number. Uh, and then... Uh, Tammy talked to a Bob Hazelwood at Code uh, because I was concerned about violating law and all that, but make sure I was doing everything right. And they told her, uh, because I was trying to get everything done right, that if I got the permit before March 12th, uh, there'd be no daily fines, just the $150 fine that I could pay it over here. And I went over there and paid it, and I got a receipt here. Have you gotten the permit yet? I uh, know the permit, uh, and then uh, Sue over here at building, his permit can't be issued until they see it on the uh, property appraiser's website. Okay. And the email I've got here from uh, Bob or Robert the Cantano said that the, uh, basically what it says, uh, this lets you know that the combination process for the parcels I won't go through the numbers, have been completed. Henceforth, the com combined partials will, will be assessed under partial number. And it says, see attached map, map, which depicts the final outcome of the combination. Please allow about a week for the changes to appear on the Volusia County Property Appraisers website. Okay. Well, that has to appear on the website before the city will issue the permit. can give the permit, but they said it's okay. Okay. Uh, city, just wanted, do you agree that the only thing that is Still in violation is the fact you want a after the fact permit, basically. Correct. He's being held up because it's not a buildable lot, okay. and he's having it combined into his house lot. And until that's done, right. he can't be issued a permit. And you're saying that that is going. He's to saying be, it's now done. Is it's what done, if, but it's not. The city can't see it yet. 
Right, and and, and, and I've, I paid the hundred fifty dollar fine. Okay. And I don't have a problem holding the. I'll extend the March twelfth okay. deadline if he's you know if, if he's going to take a little bit of time to get the get sure. it to show up on the website because that's the only thing that's holding it up. But he was this told time, he was out of your control basically, according to you that you. You've done everything you need to. It's out of your control. Yeah, and, and I will say that, that it was uh, screw up on my part, not my part specifically, but the mm -hmm. seller had the partial number wrong up there, and if Larry over here hadn't caught it, I could have had legal problems on down the road thinking yeah. I'd had a clear title, and I really didn't. So I don't okay. know. It's just well, a comedy of mistakes, I guess. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give you what you know, look at the calendar one. I was assured that I'd probably have the permit by Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Okay. I'm going to give you longer than that. Um, I'm going to give you until uh, March 27th. Okay. And I, I will say this. I don't know if the code enforcement's over here is, you know, if any trees need to be planted or whatever, and when they get it all down, I'll have a professional landscaper. It'll be nice. It'll improve the area. I'm sure it will, yeah. Okay. So, find there was a violation. Uh, you have until March 27th to correct the violation by securing a permit. Uh, after that, it would be $100 per day until the violation is satisfied. Fair enough. And if for some reason it's not taken by March 27th, give me a call. Okay. Yeah. We'll see if we can yeah, do something. And they'll work with you. Okay. If, the, you if there's something outside of your control. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, moving back to number. To case number uh, ACO 23 uh, This is the uh, dangerous dog hearing. A uh, male German Shepherd by the name of Blitz, owned by Perry McCartney. Um, I, you have counsel. You're, you are the attorney for Mr. McCartney, correct? If you could please come up and state your name for the record. Good afternoon. My name is Marcy Lahart. I'm here on behalf of Perry McCartney. Before we begin, uh, there's a couple questions I'd like to ask, if sure. I could. Um, yes. Is this proceeding being recorded? It is. Uh, I believe it's being, so it, it is. You mentioned that you had been provided some documents prior to this hearing. Could you uh, tell me exactly what those documents are? Um, it's the same version of the report that, are, that was online and downloadable with the agenda, except without um, redactions. And I was just about to ask you this. You, you're... Um, there is a, you know, there's a public records and confidentiality objections because there are pictures of a minor uh, with severe injuries in them. Uh, and uh, because of that, they could not put them online. You have a due process to see, right to see them to the extent that I consider them as part of this case. I do have a copy here. Um, I've already seen them. I made a public records request and they were provided. Okay. Um, however, I was not provided an agenda, so I, when you say what's online, I don't know what you're referring to. Okay. There's an agenda on the, on the City of Edgewater website for all meetings. There's a place where you can download the agenda and agenda items. Um, the, can you, you say see the, the item that's, uh, that discusses uh, that is labeled case summary number twenty three one zero twenty three zero one zero zero one eight two. I'm holding it up right now. Mm -hmm. Did you see this report? No, that was not provided to me before this okay. proceeding. Um, so we have a 
again, we have a confidentiality obligation to the to the child, or we the city has a confidentiality obligation to the child. But you have a due process right to review it. Yes, I'd ask. Uh, well, well, how would you like to address that? Uh, if we could just take a couple minutes so I could look through it, I'd appreciate it. Do, would you like to do that before the hearing starts? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Do you have, it's an unredacted copy. Okay. If you don't mind. If you'd like to sit down, we can recess if you'd like. It's only a couple paragraphs. It'll just take me a minute. Okay, sure. May I ask who wrote this? Okay. Can I keep uh, this copy or do you need it back? Um, of just the report? The case summary. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but that, was that actually, uh, right, but that's, but that didn't have any confidential information or anything, right? Right, okay. Um, okay. Um, uh, well, what's, I'm sorry, what was the, the question was whether you could keep it. Um, I'm fine with that, and I can give you, if you need an additional copy of it, Top sir. You, uh, somebody will need to testify as to a, a general report of what happened. Uh, whether or not you need, you need that to refresh your recollection is up to you. Um, I do have an extra copy of it if you, uh, if you'd like that copy. You don't object. Okay. Well, I we haven't quite started yet. Um, you said uh, your name was Miss Hart. I'm sorry. Lahart. Lahart. Um, so the uh, city is alleging, or the uh, animal control officer classified. The uh, Germ male German Shepherd, known as Blitz, as dangerous under uh, Florida law, section uh, uh, Florida statute seven seven sixty seven point one one. Does do does your client dispute that classification? Yes. Okay. Uh, at this point, I would like the animal control officer or anybody else, who, Ms. Officer Odell or anybody else who uh, is able to testify on the matter to. Present your case. The city is ready. You can present their case. If you'd like me to read the background, I will do that now. Well, 
You can testify to whatever you know. Right, and this is what I know, what I wrote. <laughs> Um, does the I know that we have the one of the witnesses here. Do we have the officer that originally re responded here? We do. Okay. Uh, well, then why don't you testify about what you what you saw? Um, pretty much, I just responded to uh, 114 North Old County Road, pretty much right at shift change for a dog bite. Um, when I got on scene, the juvenile was already gone. She had left with the fire department to go to the hospital. Oh, okay. sorry. Can I interrupt you for a moment? Miss um, Lahart, uh, do you object if we not refer to the child by name because this is being broadcast and we only refer to the child as the minor child? Okay, thank you. Go ahead. Uh, so she was already gone. Um, I spoke with her father and the witness that initially called, I believe, and then I spoke to the dog's owner. Um, I was provided the pictures through the fire department because she was already gone when we got there. Um, that's pretty much it. You were provided pictures from the by the fire department, you said? Yep. Yeah, because the juvenile was already gone. They took pictures. The fire department took pictures? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and who classified the dog as dangerous. Was that Officer Adele? Yes. That, and uh, uh, what did you classify the dog as dangerous based on? I classified the dog as dangerous based on the definition of dangerous dog as in the state statute 767.11 and also the city ordinance definition 5-2. I mean, uh, like, other than, you know, um, you reviewed the reports? Right. So we uh, determined that the dog did cause uh, severe damage uh, to the minor child, and the dog was loose at the time. Uh, there did not seem to be any uh, reason for the dog attack, uh, no threat, no anything like that. Um, and as stated by the witness, uh, with all the documents from the doctors we did you know it is a severe injury uh, which by definition uh, classifies the dog as to be deemed dangerous and you reviewed the you re you reviewed the, pi the pictures and pictures and, and the severity records, of the injury um, do you know where the the dog attack the attack took place attack took place where the where the the alleged attack took uh, place? 114 well I mean uh, in relation to was it on a public street yes on a public street um, Okay. And you said the witness is here today. Uh, yes. There was a there was some witness. I reviewed uh, the documents, and there are sworn statements of of a few kinds. Um, would you like to call them? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, sure. Yes. Good afternoon, Officer Odell. Good afternoon. Did you ever speak to my client? Uh, no, I did not. Why not? Uh, because I had all the information that I needed from uh, the report. So you didn't think there might be a different side to the story? Um, I looked at his side of the story from uh, Officer Sweeney's report. How do you know that Officer Sweeney's report is accurate? Because uh, he's a sworn officer. Sworn so, so officers don't make mistakes? 
Doesn't the law actually require you to speak with the owner? No. No? Are you familiar with Chapter 767? 767? Mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, that is the dangerous dog chapter for uh, states. So. Chapter 767.112, paragraph 1, says, An animal control authority shall investigate reported incidents involving any dog that may be dangerous and, if possible, shall interview the owner. Was it possible to have interviewed my client? Um, it was possible. Uh, and he was also interviewed by uh, other animal control agencies. Did you interview him? No, I did not. But you're, and you're the one who declared the dog dangerous, aren't you? Correct. Is it your opinion that um, that the dog aggressively caused injury to the child? Um, it is my opinion that the dog did severe damage to the child. Okay, could you answer my question? Is it your opinion that the dog aggressively caused injury to the child? I do not have an opinion on that. I was not there. You stated that you're familiar with the state dangerous dog law. Are you familiar with the requirement to adopt procedures to implement the dangerous dog law? Oh, excuse me, adoption procedures? Are you familiar with the requirement that as an animal control authority you have adopted procedures by which dangerous dog determinations will be made? Yes, ma'am. Where are those procedures? In our uh, city ordinance. Uh, book and on Muni code, chapter 560 and in definitions in 5.2. Can you tell me um, whether it's my client's burden to prove that his dog is not dangerous or the city's obligation to prove that the dog is dangerous? Uh, it is the city's obligation. Does it say that in your ordinance anywhere? Um, I'm not 100% What exactly does the city of Edgewater need to prove in order for your initial determination of dangerousness to be upheld? To be upheld? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, that the dog uh, did, in fact, violate the statute of the dangerous dog. Can you tell me what the minimum finding is for a dog to be declared dangerous? The minimum finding? Yes. For a dog to aggressively uh, chase or pursue somebody on the street. Can you tell me what the burden of proof is? The burden of proof? The yes. Clear and convincing, preponderance of the evidence, do you know? Uh, it's all the evidence that has to be, there's no hearsay, no anything. So. Do you know what the standard of proof is? Did you provide any documents to the special magistrate before this hearing? Yes, ma'am. What did you provide? Uh, I provided everything that I had gathered from the thing. Um, I provided witness statements. I provided pictures. I provided uh, um, medical documentation. Did I have any 
opportunity to object to any of those documents before you provided them to the magistrate? Not that I'm aware of. And this document um, dated March 2nd, the case summary, um, why wasn't that provided to me? Uh, that's just a document written uh, before the case just so we can move things along. But you provided it to the special magistrate, correct? Uh, as I just came into the afternoon. We just received it probably a couple minutes before you did. You don't think it's important to make sure that the um, dog owner, the dog owner's attorney, has the same documents that the special magistrate does? Correct. And everything in here is documented in all the other stuff. What is the fee for a certificate of registration for a dangerous dog? Uh, in the city of Edgewater, it's $500. Is that an annual fee? It's an annual fee, correct. As the dog is not located in the city, uh, it would be in the county. So I'm not aware of that fee. Okay. And what is that $500 um, registration fee for? It's for to register the dog as dangerous. Um, it's, it includes all of our uh, inspections that we have to do. Uh, to make sure the dog is following all the procedures of being declared dangerous. How often do you do those inspections? Uh, it's a yearly inspection. Who does those inspections? That would be me. And can you tell me what is involved in an ins um, inspection like that? Um, it's making sure the dog has the microchipped, uh, making sure that the property is um, clearly marked with uh, signs, uh, indicating dangerous dog, uh, making sure there's property, proper enclosure, uh, the dog is up to date on all its shots, and uh, to, I think that's about it. A dog only needs to be vaccinated for rabies once every three years, correct? Um, it depends on the vaccination. There is a one-year and a three-year rabies. So you make sure that the dog has a valid rabies shot, correct? Do you check for any other kinds of vaccinations? No, we don't. And if somebody keeps their classified dangerous dog in their house, they don't have to have a proper enclosure, do they? A uh, house is considered a proper enclosure. Typically, uh, when you go out to do one of these dangerous dog inspections, how long does it take you? Uh, Probably about anywhere from half an hour to an hour. Do you have an opinion as to whether the injuries caused to the child were bites or scratches? Um, I'm not sure about the ones on the front. The ones on the back did look like bites. Okay. Did you see any um, horizontally aligned puncture wounds? Uh, there was one on the back. Could you find a picture of that and show it to me? You have the pictures? I, I have no use. Hold on.
Do you agree with, with me that there are those are linear wounds and that there are no punctures? You would agree with me that that's a linear wound? And what are you referring to right now? This is the top picture. Um, okay, so this is on page. One moment. So, um, uh, sorry, this isn't numbered, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, but okay, for the record, I'm viewing the picture of the child's back uh, with the shirt still on or sweater still on. Uh, lateral lacerations on the back. Could we mark that for identification purposes? I don't have any markers, unfortunately. Do you have markers? Yeah. Okay. I'll mark it as uh, it's a city exhibit, so I'll mark it as uh, city exhibit A. Okay. Do you see um, any puncture wounds below the um, Do you know when this picture was taken? Was uh, really in What is what, your What are you referring to right now? This is exhibit A. Exhibit A. a. Okay. Thank you. Um, Do you have any training in evaluating dog bites? Tell me about that. Um, I've been trained uh, by the state of Florida um, in their animal control course, and I've also uh, been a vet tech for about 20 years. If you, uh, sir, if you could uh, sit when you're testifying. I know you're standing know, up there. Right. Um, uh, if you're tr unless you're still trying to show him discuss matters on the on the picture. Do you see any jagged edges um, in this photo? Yes. Where? Right here. And right here being, or where are you right indicating? On the, on the top. On the top. On the top left. So would it be your testimony right. that these um, linear wounds in the upper left-hand corner were the dog's top teeth, and this was caused by the dog's bottom teeth? Uh, top teeth. Did you uh, seek any other opinions on that? Um, the other animal control officer and uh, one of the doctors. You spoke with the doctors? Uh, I did not speak with the doctors. What I saw in Orange County's report was that they couldn't tell if it was uh, there were bites or scratches. Is that not correct? Correct. Correct what? Yeah, that, that's the, what they indicated. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Officer Odell, given the circumstances. Um, if Blitz had aggressively attacked 
this child, meaning that he actually wanted to hurt her, he absolutely could have done so, correct? Correct, and he did. Let me try that again. If the dog had wanted to... Um, Severely injure, meaning rip flesh? I believe a uh, severe injury is in constitution with uh, the stitches that she did and uh, the plastic surgery that she needed. Okay, if and this dog had wanted to hurt her more badly than he did, the dog had every opportunity to do so, didn't he? Um, I believe he was being, uh, tried to be pulled off by... Uh, uh, the minor child's uncle, and I believe the owner of the dog also came and got the dog off of her. I'd like to ask you about a couple of documents. Call this Respondents Exhibit 1. Yes, ma'am, I have it here. Can I see it? Uh, this is the letter to inform. Is the letter dated? Uh, the letter was certified mail, so uh, I did not date it because I did not know anyone in the area. We got the certified mail back, so we have the date of which he received it. Do you know what date that you wrote it? That I wrote it? Um, I'm not 100% sure when I wrote it. And isn't it typical when you send a letter to with the date that you wrote the letter on it? Yeah, I have it uh, in my uh, computer at work. I do not have it. And this letter states, um, this letter is to inform you that according to the city ordinance 50-5-60, dangerous dogs, your dog Blitz has been classified as dangerous. In fact, that was just an initial determination. No, this was the determination. Oh, so... Is it it's your testimony that when you determined that the dog was dangerous, that was a final determination? Um, that is my determination, and he had every right to dispute that term, determination as said in the letter. Okay, my question to you is, was it an initial determination or a final determination? Final determination. Okay. And is that what it says in the law? That I declare the dog dangerous, yeah. yeah. Um, isn't it, in fact, true that According to the state dangerous dog law, your determination is an initial determination? Um, if he does not dispute it, my initial determination is a final determination. If he does dispute it, it is an initial determination. And doesn't your county code also say that the animal control officer shall make an initial determination as to whether there is sufficient cause? Um, I don't go under county code. Okay. 
I'm sorry, did you just say that you apply the county code and not the city's code? No, I just said I do not go under a county code. Okay, then let me rephrase my question. Isn't it true that the city code says the animal control officer shall make an initial determination? Correct. So your determination was? Initial, and then I checked the evidence and I made my final determination is when I sent out the letter. Okay. So what's the difference between an initial determination and a final determination? Uh, an initial determination is an investigation. And a final determination is the result of the investigation. So you make the initial determination before the investigation? Can, can I ask where I, what the point of this is? Because ultimately, he made a determination. It's appealed. Well, it's, it is actually important for my client's due process rights. Right. Um, but I think I have made the point that I need to make. OK. Um, going back to Respondents Exhibit 1, can you show me where in your letter it provides the factual basis for your determination that the dog is classified as dangerous? There is not any Can you show me in any letter where you have stated the factual basis for the determination that the dog is dangerous? Not that I saw. I have no more questions. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you marked an exhibit as a response exhibit, right? Yes. And did you hand it to the clerk? Oh, apologies. Okay. If, if you if you would like it to be, you know, uh, typically we don't have formal evidence entering here, uh, but if you would like to mark it as such for the purposes of any further discussion, it should probably go to the clerk who would be keeping the records. Um, the uh, okay, would you, I, I did have a follow-up question, just to be clear. Officer Sweeney, did you interview uh, uh, Mr. McCartney? Uh, yes, I spoke to him. Okay, and it was the sworn statement that, uh, that he created was a product of that interview? I don't believe he did. He didn't complete a sworn statement? He completed a sworn statement with uh, Orange County. With Orange County? Yeah, um, the initial 10-day uh, initial rabies quarantine was set for um, Volusia County, uh, but he moved the dog to Orange County to complete the 10-day uh, rabies quarantine, and I had informed Orange County, and they okay. did their own. They did their own investigation. Correct. Okay, but you spoke to him on the scene. Um, what did he say then? Uh, he had stated, which I had put in the report, that he was renting out a unit Tenants of that unit left the gate open, and that's how the dog got out. Okay, but it was his his dog. Okay. Um, you'd like to proceed? Did you want to call your witness? Um, of course. The, uh, Emily. Uh, Ms. Schwab. Emily Schwab. Um, if you could just tell me this summary of what you saw uh, regarding this incident. Okay. Um, my name is Emily Schwab, and I forget what the exact date was, but around 5.40-something p.m., as I had wrote in my affidavit, I, at the time, was working at a local boat manufacturer off of South Old County Road as well. 
there was a train going by um, on the railroad tracks. So I was stopped at the stop sign. Um, and when I had glanced across the street um, at what I had first thought was two dogs rolling around on the ground right across from said rented storage unit, um, it took me about 10 seconds to process exactly what I was seeing when the miners, uh, come to find out, uncle had been able to halfway pull her up off the ground. I had realized that it was indeed a child and not a dog. Um, I immediately went into what I would describe as fight or flight mode um, and adrenaline had kicked in and I drove my SUV right up to them and separated said dog from said child. Um, said child was then um, with the uncle and I um, agreeing on what was going on. Um, we placed the child in my car so we could get her to her parents' house, come to find out. Again, um, I didn't know them before the incident, so it was kind of just a instant fight-or-flight mode. Um, we placed a child in my car. I immediately called 911, um, tried to, as best as I could, uh, control the situation. Um, as a dog owner myself, I would like to preface this statement by saying that um, dogs are dogs, but the owner of the Black German Shepherd had absolutely no control or sense of urgency in the situation. Um, the dog had no leash. There was about three to 400 feet from where the dog was being kept with no closed gate to where said child was walking from her grandmother's house to her parents' house. Uh, where she was being escorted. She was not alone. So there was definitely a big gap between the unprovoked attack and there being absolutely no control. Um, said minor was, in my opinion, mauled on the face and back by this dog. When I had placed her in my car, she was uh, profusely bleeding. Um, it was her entire face... She was very um, scared. She was just screaming that uh, she never thought it would happen to her, etc. Um, it took the firefighters about three to four-ish minutes to respond to the scene because um, I didn't have the correct address. So they had to GPS my 911 call, um, tracing back. A few minutes from that, when I had put the child in my car, um, the uncle just told me that the house was down the road. Um, she had, the child had pointed out where um, her house was. I had pulled in the driveway and slammed on my horn. Um, the father was inside with two other minor children, obviously not knowing that you know their life had just pretty much changed forever at that moment. Uh, I'm not going to consider that as part of, you can continue to, to you can move on. Thank you. Um, I pulled up into the driveway, slammed on the horn. The father obviously had no idea who I was, why I was in his driveway. I had stated that his daughter had just been um, a 
attacked by a dog down the street, and he instantly uh, ran to my car, picked her up out of the passenger seat, and just held her while we waited for the uh, first responders to show up. Um, and that's pretty much the gist of the attack. Okay. Um, when, I will say, uh, sorry to interrupt, sure. that after the daughter was placed in my car, the dog owner had kind of not really shown any urgency to follow up with the situation. He disappeared for about 10 to 15 minutes, and Officer Sweeney was taking my statement before the owner kind of just walked down the street long after everything had already cleared out. So, again, in that instance, no urgency and no sense of control over said animal. Okay. Um, let me ask you a little bit about the what you witnessed. Correct. Um, which you described as an attack. When you saw, you said it took a few seconds for you to realize what was happening. Correct. How was the, the, how was the dog acting during that 10 seconds? The was dog it, was pinning the little girl to the ground completely mauling, very aggressive. It took two grown, well-sized men to try and break it up. So it, so it didn't look like the dog had knocked over, knocked her over by accident or anything like that? No, as I had stated before, there was several hundred feet in between the dog attack site and where the dog had been being kept, and mm -hmm. the dog ran across the street unprovoked to attack. So you saw it start? Yes, out of the corner. But again, I like at first. Right. I just thought that it was an uncle. But the you dog, don't. I guess right. the only thing I have to say is, when you first see a dog going after something across the street, you're just like, oh, here's a dog fight. Right. I just left a very long day at work, and I wasn't prepared to witness something like that. If that right. makes any sense. But yes, the dog ran across the street unprovoked. Um, actually, went around the uncle. The uncle had stepped in front of the little girl to protect her, in my opinion. That's what he was doing. And the dog deliberately went around the uncle and pinned the little girl to the ground and proceeded to bite her several times. Okay. You, see, you saw bites. You saw bites happen. Especially the closer I got and put my car in between both the dog and her. And you said that uh, the child's head was bleeding profusely? Correct. Um, there was a large laceration on pretty much the center of the forehead. And if you were looking at her, her the right side, so her left eye was also lacerated. Okay. And um, there was lots of bleeding involved. Uh, I have a picture that I'd want to show you to see to ask whether or not this is consistent with what with what you saw. Correct, and okay. I would and like. I can show this to the city and the attorney as well. I have a copy. You have a copy of this, okay? Um, I would like to note that I believe that picture was taken after. She had been taken inside of her home, and a minor 
part of the blood had been cleaned up by the father. When I had initially pulled her into my car, there was blood from hairline down, entire face was red. Okay. And the, uh, for the record, this picture is uh, taking place at what looks like a dining or kitchen table. Correct. In front of a uh, yellow water bottle. So after the father had pulled her out of my vehicle. So okay. at the initial point of the scene, it was much more severe than that. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, City, do you have any questions? No. Okay. Uh, Ma'am? Does Mr. Sorry, we uh, should probably figure out a way where you can speak from a microphone. Um, if you could, um, we have two tables here. Yes, that would be great. Thank you. Did you see the dog jump on the little girl? In my opinion, jumping. It's a question, yes or no. Did you see the dog jump on the little girl? Would you like a response, yes or no? Please do not okay. interrupt. A jump is when it is the dog is lifted off of the ground. The dog knocked the little girl over. So I wouldn't call that a jump as much as a forceful to the ground. Did you see that? Correct. If I you did saw at the, the stop sign. Yes. If you saw the dog knock the little girl over, why would you have thought it was a dog fight? Because I was a, I was at a stop sign several hundred feet away. Again, just got off work, was not completely staring at the site. It had all happened so quickly out of the corner of my eye and once I had realized what had happened, I, again, fight or flight, put my car in between the scene. Did you see the dog leave um, the property that was rented by his owner? Yes. The gates were open. It was a um, small industrial-looking uh, storage unit, rent-out facility with approximately 15 units, I would say. It wasn't a house? No. Okay. No, Where the this dog was came from? Correct. This was some sort of public um, facility. Do you know who opened the gate? No. It appeared to have already been open, and I've driven by several times since the incident has happened, and the gates seem to always be open. Do you know if the dog was there when you drove by? Uh, no, I did not see the dog when I drove by after. Have you ever owned a dog? Yes, I have two dogs. How many dogs have you owned in your life? Six. Has any one of them ever gotten loose at any moment? Um, no, because I keep my dogs uh, very contained on a large property, um, and they don't have the opportunity to ever leave said property. So do you have a gate? Yes, we have several gates because we have lots of livestock. And you've never experienced a gate being left accidentally opened or not shut properly? Um, no, because in my upbringing, um, an open gate means that uh, there's lots of opportunity for cattle and horses to get out, so it's not a thing. Anybody other than, other than you ever come to your property? Yes, and I don't understand how my property is involved in this dog attack. Okay. Your property is not involved in this dog attack. My point is that it's a very lucky and unusual owner that has never had anything like this. But if you're one of them, congratulations. Thank you. Any further, no further questions? Qu 
Any other questions? No. Okay. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Yes, sir. I'm going to take a seat. Um, anything further from the city? The, the parents, uh, they didn't, um, one of you did, uh, you swore, you were, uh, you swore in, would you like to say, say anything? Were, were you present for? My name is Jordan Wallace, the father of the minor. Um, I was not present during the attack. I was inside watching my other two children. She had got dropped off at her grandmother's house to have dinner, walked back with her uncle. She messaged me at a quarter to six, said she was heading back. I told her okay. Um, a couple minutes later, Ms. Schwab is in my driveway. Uh, when I come out at first, I don't recognize my child in the driver's in the passenger seat. Tells me my kid was just attacked by a dog down the street. My uncle's trailing behind, he's running. Uh, open the passenger seat. My daughter's face is covered in blood, and she has a gash in the middle of her face. I have to remove her from the car, take her inside, calm her down, and get her something to cover the gash and somewhat stop the bleeding. Wait for emergency services to come. I call my wife, let her know our daughter was just attacked and that she needs to come home. Uh, she comes home and rides with our daughter to the hospital where she received emergency plastic surgery. Uh, very traumatizing for me and my family. Um, it has been a lot to deal with. I know that's not what y'all want to hear, what y'all want to say today. Understood, sir. I, I do have one question for you. Yes, sir. Um, all right. So I have some pictures of... Uh, what, my daughter? Of your daughter. I don't need to see those pictures now. Okay. You can just tell me. Did she have stitches? Did yeah. she need stitches? She ended up getting stitches. Okay. I, I, I see that. I see her face in that car every day. Every day I see my child who's the firstborn child. Unrecognizable. Uh, I don't need to see those pictures. I'm not going to ask you to say them. No. Thank you. That, that's all. Unless you you any questions? questions from the any questions from the city? Uh, from uh, from counsel for Mr. McCartney. How old is your daughter? 15, 16 years old. That's it, sir. You may have a seat. Uh, anything further from the city? Uh, anything? Would you like to present any evidence, uh, Mr. McCartney? Yes. Could we have like a two-minute break so I could talk with my client? Uh, sure. Thank we'll take you. a two-minute recess. You ready? Uh, reconvening the dangerous dog hearing.
Uh, Ms. LaHart, are you going to be presenting any of them? Yes, I'll be calling um, Harry McCartney. Okay. If you could please stand up and, uh, and state your name for the record. Okay, and are you going to be asking the questions, Ms. LaHart? I am. Would it be okay if I come over well, so I can look at my witness? That's fine. You, over here? Yes. Sure, that's fine. Good afternoon, Mr. McCartney. Would you please tell us a little bit about Blitz, where you got them, how long you've had them? I've had Blitz almost two years now. We just had its two-year birthday a few Fridays ago. Uh, I picked them up off a reader in Winter Park that uh, reads especially black German Shepherds. Uh, he's OKC certified and trained before I got him and uh, trained after as well. Thoroughly through verbal command and various other things, but uh, he's like a child to me. It's my baby. And so I, I just want to say also, if I did, and I haven't had the chance because I was told not to talk to the family. So I'm very sorry that all this has happened. I'm sorry that we are spending this time here, and uh, I hope that this can be resolved. Tell me about the training that Blitz has had. A lot of money spent on training. Many weeks, Talking to the microphone. Many weeks spent in training, uh, mainly verbal command um, and social interaction. Uh, he's been to multiple stores with me, with trainers, uh, with and without me. Um, and I also had to go for weeks to uh, be able to learn what he had learned and be able to continue to work with that and what he's learned throughout his life because uh, you know, I want to keep a good dog. Do you routinely allow Blitz to run loose? Not loose. He's uh, in a gated area anytime he's ever out. Uh, both of my parents have uh, gated properties. Um, my house I lived in when I originally got him uh, was also gated, and uh, I've never had an issue with uh, him getting loose, actually, or uh, any disruption with uh, that. How was it that he... Um was not behind a closed gate on the day of the incident? There are about five other tenants that are in the complex uh, where I do hobby work at. And uh, I checked, like I always do, to make sure the gate was closed and uh, went inside for a bit. Uh, he was there with me that day. And um, he showed signs of having to go outside to urinate. So I let him outside. And train was going by. Um, I look over. Just uh, the gate was open, and this is when it all happened. Flash of an eye. Tell me what you saw. Uh, first, I heard his feet scurry, and I looked over and saw that um, he was going toward a little girl and a little boy in the street. Um, didn't to me seem malicious, uh, so I followed him. I ran after him, and uh, by the time I got up to him, he was checking them out. Um, had his nose down, ears back, tail wagging, actually. And um, understandably, the little girl may have been frightened, so she threw her hands in the air and screamed. I do believe that that is what provoked him to jump onto her, and he knocked her down. I was right there as he jumped. Maybe, you know, as, as he's standing up, she's the same height, so I see how that could have knocked her down. And I was right on him. There was nobody else there, no witness of any kind. I was the only adult that saw what happened. And um, did you ever hear the dog 
growl or bark? the child scream and he had jumped on her and when he had jumped on her I was right on him I grabbed him by his collar and pulled him back and um, I began to tell the little boy <coughs> to, uh, I didn't know what to do I was pretty frantic myself she had just started uh, bleeding and I noticed that he had made a wound on her head um, so she, as she got up from the ground I, I was telling him you know, grab her tell her to calm down please calm her down and um, that is when I believe I don't know her name but she pulled up in a white Tahoe between us, and she said, go put the dog up. So yeah, I'm going to go put the dog up. And, and I came back out, and I had no idea where anybody was. So when you returned from having put Blitz up, um, everybody was gone? Yeah, I, didn't, I did not know where they had gone to. I assumed maybe the hospital or wherever, but I didn't know their relation or anything. I just, in the moment I was there, frantically trying to figure out what to do um, and communicate with the little boy to calm her down and I'm going to go put the dog up. And then later on, maybe a half hour later is when I saw police. So I walked out, followed the car, realized where they were going and walked over to talk to them. Did you see Blitz bite the little girl? No. Also, the little boy had said he wasn't sure if he'd seen a bite or a scratch. Um, I heard that multiple times from even animal control when it's 911. Um, but no, it, it was very clear to me that he did not bite her. He's never bit a soul. Nothing further. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I did have one more question. Uh, do you recall speaking with a police officer from Edgewater? I do. Um, in his report, he says that you said that your dog attacked the little girl. Did you say that? I did not. Do you say think that, that my dog would have? I would never have said that. Do you think that your dog attacked uh, the little girl? I believe that he may have been provoked by just not being around many children, and a child reacting in the way that she did. I think he was also acting out of fear. Thank you. Thank you. Don't go anywhere yet. Hold on. City, do you have any questions? Let me use that microphone now. Yeah. Um, so you said you've had the dog trained numerous times in verbal commands and everything? Yes, sir. Um, now, in any of the training, uh, was there a situation where there was a little girl present or anybody present? Within his training? Yeah. You're saying was he trained to be around children? Right. Um, we went to multiple stores, storefronts, Tractor Supply, Walmart, wherever else that he can go. Mm -hmm. And the whole time with me and the trainer, he's focused on us. He has no intent or focus on anything but listening to, you know, who is giving him his commands. Okay. Uh, and we said uh, you didn't know, you didn't realize that somebody else left a gate open? Yeah, there's various other tenants there. Uh, they're all in and out. I assume, I'm not even sure, I haven't talked to them, but I assume I know who it was that left in terms of maybe coming back in a few minutes. Mm. Just 
you know, drove out instead of getting out and shutting it. Right. I, I, I don't mean to, to be curt or anything, but it, is it your responsibility to keep the dog from running loose? He's my full responsibility in every single way. Feeding, you know, putting in cage, sleep, you know, right. is my full responsibility, yes, sir. Right. And, and uh, something like this, um, you would not want to happen again, correct? I never would have expected it. I feel absolutely terrible about it, and I will do everything I can to make sure this will never happen again. I, I, I feel the same way. No other questions? Um, can I ask a follow-up question? Sure. Redirect, you might say. Go ahead. Actually, it's not redirect. It's something I forgot to ask on direct. Okay. Either way. That's fine. <laughs> to be perfectly candid. That's fine. Um, did it require two grown men to restrain Blitz? Sorry? Did it require two grown men to restrain Blitz? I was the only adult, and the dog was in my control before anybody else was there. And the only person that showed up after was this woman uh, in the white truck. Did the, uh, she said she had to split it up with her car, but uh, I'd already had the dog, and that's how she was able to drive between us because I had gotten away from them to make sure I had control. And I was trying to figure out what to do with this. I, like, again, I was the only adult, and I was looking at two children that had no idea what to do. Thank you. I have, hold on. Wait, did you have a question? Uh, yeah. Um, so you did admit the dog did leave the property, correct? Yeah, just out the front entrance to the road, like you said, to the road. Okay, and you were standing right next to her when the attack happened? I was following. Following? Him, following him, because he never goes out front. Okay. Um, so, you're saying your, your dog didn't attack her. Um, I'm, not, I'm not even saying bite or anything, but it, the dog didn't attack her. Um, so, the, the wounds on her and the blood, that you don't think that came from an attack? Uh, as far as I've heard, attacked. I just don't believe it was with malicious intent. Mm -hmm. um, I do think it was provoked, and he reacted the same way most dogs would when they were frightened. As I also understand, a, a child would react when a big dog comes at you. Really. Okay, so you want to take every precaution on the back end. Of course. Okay. I have a I have a couple questions. Um, one, you said <coughs> you're following him as the. Uh, right before the attack took place, so you were right there. Yes. And he's trained to obey verbal commands. Yes, sir. So you, you didn't try to bring him back, and as he was not on a leash. As has been said, it, it's a short parking lot. Uh, by the time I realized what was happening, I, I had his call back, and then it was just already happening. There was a little girl screaming, I think, took his attention uh, before I had the chance. Thank you. Uh, and going back to when you... Uh, when you let him out, you said that the reason he got out is because he needed he, he needed to go to the bath. He needed to go yeah. out, uh, and you let him out. And one of the other tenants there had left the gate open. Is that right? Yeah, I checked the gate, make sure it was shut, as I always do, and it does stay shut. Like here on out, we've talked to everybody. <coughs> but that's a common area that you let him out into, right? Yes. That you don't have control over. I mean, I don't. Other than as one one fifth of a of or one sixth, whatever it is. I visit that, that place for a few hours at a time, and uh, I take them with me. But uh, okay. yeah, no, I made sure the gate was shut, and then by the time I went inside and had come back out with him, the gate was left open. Okay. Um, I don't have any other questions. Do you have any other witnesses or evidence? 
Uh, I would like to ask Officer Odell one more question. And thank you. Officer Odell, uh, did you provide the special magistrate a list of witnesses you intended to call? Uh, not a list of witnesses, no. Okay. Uh, he, he said, uh, I think the, uh, we'll have the... Everybody the that's involved the in the call that will, will show up. Is what I'd heard. Right. And that was at, I want to say, the same time you could have determined that by looking on the audio. So, uh, I didn't know who was going to be able to... 1.58 p.m. Thank you. No further questions. Um, okay. No further presentation of evidence is closed. Then uh, I'm I'm going to uphold the finding of dangerousness. There's there's about four criteria that this satisfies, where it only needs to satisfy one. There's no dispute that the dog caused the injury. The dispute, the injuries were severe. Um, the dog, I credit Ms. Schwab's testimony that uh, it was an attack, that, it, that she saw bites. Uh, the dog aggressively bit, attacked, endangered the child. But I don't even need to credit that because there's no dispute that the dog caused a severe injury requiring uh, sutures. Um, and uh, um, the father testified that she needed plastic surgery. Uh, the fact of prov provocation is not relevant to those portions of the, the criteria. Um, and the fact of a severe injury is enough, but it also satisfies that other criteria. Uh, and I base that entirely on evidence that was discussed um, and confirmed by witnesses. Um, as such, I'm going to be entering an order finding, upholding the finding of dangerousness and requiring Mr. McCartney, when it comes to the male journalist shepherd by the name of Blitz, to comply, to come into compliance with the rules of a dangerous dog classification. That's it. And there being no other individuals present for uh, for code enforcement, I'll find that they waive their right to contest the hearings, issue the staff recommended sanctions. That's it.